Hello, hello, and welcome back to Coffee Stains EDU Podcast. I am so grateful for all my listeners. I am so grateful for the dope souls that take the time out of their hectic and busy schedules to listen to moi. So thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. Again, I am loving the feedback. I am loving the reactions I'm getting. I am loving the suggestions. So keep them coming. Keep them coming. Before I go into the breakdown of the past eight episodes, I want to share our website, coffeestains.org, coffeestains.org. Our Instagram is coffeestains underscore edu, coffeestains underscore edu. You can check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, RSS feed as well. And also, you can go on our website and check out our episodes on there. They're uploaded there. There's tons of resources and other um, good stuff. So let's go into a breakdown of the last eight episodes. Episode one was an intro to coffee stains. Episode two was leading with passion. Episode three, perfectly stains and perfect leading. Episode four was balanced life outside of work. Episode 5 was organized, the organized leader. Episode 6 was job search activated. Episode 7, a day in the life of an AP. Episode 8, self-care, avoid the burnout. And that was with the amazing, amazing Nicole. We're going to go into episode 9 which is the path towards the school building leadership leader, <laughs> twister. Let me try that again. Episode 9 is the path towards the school building leadership certification, also known as the SBL. The school district leadership is SDL. We'll talk more about school building leadership because that is the one you need to become an administrator. I obtained my certification from the College of St. Road. <laughs> I think it's time for me to sleep. Let's try that again. I obtained my certification from the College of St. Rose through the site program. I completed the certification during the pandemic, so all my courses were virtual. I'm going to go over the course load. I'm going to go over their internship, the exams, talk about networking and connecting, and we're going to start off with embracing your why and understanding your why. I want to give a special shout out to one of my listeners who recommended this topic and has provided me with awesome, awesome feedback and feedback and suggestions. So thank you. Thank you. You know who you are because I'm sure you're listening. So let's get right into it. So the path towards the school building leadership certification. Before you go into being a school leader, I think it's important that you embrace your why, you understand your why, you identify your why, you discover your why, you take moments of deep reflection and figure out why you want to be a school leader. It's important to really understand why you want to take on this role because the job is very challenging, it's a selfless position. Like I say in other episodes, it's a community service. You are, in a, you are a servant. You are a leader and you are a servant leader and you need to be able to embrace that from all angles. 
it's not an easy journey, but it's very rewarding. It's very challenging. You're going to make tons of sacrifices, but the long-term goal, the long-term award is, it's just perfection. It's amazing. It's, if this is your passion, if this is your, your, your purpose in life, then it's all worth it. It's going to be all worth it, but I cannot sugarcoat it. It's not easy. You have a very busy life already. You might have a family. You might have other responsibilities and and things that you have to take care of. And you're choosing to take on more schooling to become a leader. And that's not an easy journey. It's not an easy, it's an amazing choice that you're making, but it's not going to be easy. You're going to need tons of support. You're going to need tons of patience. You're going to need to learn how to be organized and structure everything. So you have time for everything. Um, you're going to have to learn how to just balance everything that's happening in your life. I'm using the word everything a lot. Sorry. (laughs) So let's go into it. Uh, okay. So Embracing your why, you that's, you have to do that. Think about that before you decide. If you're in the program now, there's a few courses. Again, I'm only speaking my truth. I'm speaking from my journey, my experiences. I am not, this is not a one size fit all. I'm talking from um, my experience with the College of St. Rose. It might look different for, in other schools, in other countries, in other states, okay? So the course load includes... about six courses and two internships is internship part one and internship part two and the courses include principles of educational leadership organizational change leading multicultural school communities that's a big one curriculum leadership for equity supervision and teacher development is all about helping your teachers grow observing them giving them feedback and following up it's a big one school finance budgeting resource planning educational law ethics and policy and then you go into your internships okay purpose of the internship is to receive hands-on training and you need your internship hours in order to complete the program so let's backtrack a little bit. What are some of the requirements for admissions? You need to have a master's degree, which you should have if you're a teacher. And you need to have at least three years working as a teacher or pupil personnel. So maybe a counselor or instructional coach, right? Another position within a school setting. You need letters of recommendation. And you need to show proof that you're going to be able to complete the 600 hours of internship. Yep, 600 hours. And like I said, this is part of the New York State certification requirements. Uh, If you're listening from another state, you might need to look up their requirements. But that's what it is in New York State. 600 hours of um, our internship. And Sorry, let me try that again. A 600-hour internship is required. Okay? You must have at least three years of experience. As in a teacher, pupil services, administrative, or teaching capacity, right? School settings such as a counselor, psychologist, social worker. Some a position within a school setting in order to just apply. Okay? So the courses are pretty 
uh, straightforward. Um, a lot of reading. Expect that. A lot of reading. A lot of reading. A lot of writing. A lot of projects. A lot of hands-on projects, which is great, though, because you're going to get the experience. So you're going to write reflections based on the reading, which was very helpful. Reading is all about leadership. Again, you are you are shifting your career. You're shifting into a different role. So you're going to become a leader now. You should start thinking like a leader. So all these courses are preparing you for your responsibility as a school leader. What you're going to do when you are a school leader. So there's going to be some projects such as creating your own school, creating a vision for the school, creating a mission statement for the school. How many teachers are you going to have? How many classes are you going to have? How many floors are you going to have? So it's a fun project, but it, it really does give you um, a perspective, a different perspective on what goes into the planning of a school, right? And we talk about we have to um, create a curriculum. And explain why you decided to pick that curriculum and the setting you picked it for. So it's fun. I mean, you're creating the curriculum within a group. This is, again, for College of St. Rose. You're going to have a course where you need to observe. It's, a, it's an important part of leadership. You're going to observe teachers in the classroom. You have to give them feedback. You have to give them tools and resources to improve their teaching. You need to be able to read and understand the Danielson rubric. It's the rubric we use in New York City Department of Education and other places as well. You become familiar with it. Know it with your eyes closed because that is going to be something that you're going to use to help teachers develop and become effective. The Danielson rubric. I struggled with this course in the beginning because I... When I was observing, and we use videos, so I suggest also if you are thinking about going into the leadership program, familiarize yourself with what's expected of you as a school leader. Do not wait to be in the program or do not wait to after the program to start preparing and to start thinking and acting like a leader. You are a leader now. You have to start thinking about it. If you're thinking about being a school leader, shift that mindset. And that's going to help you with the exams. That's going to help you with the course, the workload. It's going to help you with your internship. I just recently received a message from someone asking me. They just finished the program and they're still in the teaching position. And they're asking what kind of responsibilities or tasks or things I can do that qualifies as a leader, as a, leader, as a leadership task. You need to start thinking about this early, early, early on. As soon as you start thinking about going into the, the leadership program, you need to start shifting that mindset and the way you move, the way you think, and the way you respond to certain things. That way it, it comes sec second nature when you're actually in the role, when you're in the program. And I know it might be difficult for some um, to, to do that because they're in a classroom or they're, they're, they're in another role. But you are a leader in whatever position you are in. You just need to look at it in that sense. Don't limit yourself to your title. Do not limit yourself to your title. So I struggled with the evaluations because I don't know if that's just the way I think or that's the way I was programmed or maybe it, was, it comes from my teaching experience. But I always looked at observations and I started off looking for things they were not doing. And that is not the way to go about it. And once I became familiar with the Danielson rubric, that shifted. 
once I got comfortable with taking courses and thinking like a leader and acting like a leader, I started looking at those observations as, I mean, look, I started looking at those observations and looking for things that they were doing. How, how are they, what were they doing that was aligning to the Danielson rubric? How were they engaging students? How are they uh, redirecting students? How are they handling the behaviors in the classroom? How are they providing opportunities for higher order thinking? How are they differentiating, right? Did they use small groups? Did they use multiple resources? What was the format of their lesson? Did they, did they focus on, did they have, were they timing each section of their lesson? Did they allow wait time for their students? Students Was there reflection at the end to make sure students actually understood what was to be done in the lesson, right? So these are things that they look for in the Danielson, that's, you need to look for, that's aligned to the Danielson rubric. If you go into an observation negative, with negative, with a negative mindset, and you're looking for something that they're, I mean, you're looking for what they're not doing, yeah, you're gonna find a lot, and you're not gonna, you're gonna not pay attention to what they're actually doing. So that was, that was what I struggled with in the beginning, so I, Eventually, I started practicing, practicing. And like I was saying before, you can go right on YouTube and you can search eighth grade ELA lesson, teacher lesson, or teacher observation, right? Or something to that extent, or math, right? You want, you want to look at different lessons, different subjects, different grades, and practice. Sit there and look at these videos because that's what you're going to do for one of the exams. One of the SBL exams, you're going to conduct an observation. You're going to write down what you saw, the strong points, the weak points, what would be moving forward steps that you're going to provide to the teacher. You need, you're going to need to pull out evidence. All right. So you need to be very specific and you need to pay attention. You know, in a video, you can easily pause in the, in on the exam, you cannot pause the videos. You just got to keep going forward. So jot down notes, dates, or not dates, um, time stamps, and that of that sort. At 2.5 minutes, the teacher had the students break into small groups based on their levels, right? Um, that's something that they asked for in the Danielson rubric, right? How do you meet, how do you meet the needs of the students? At 5.2 minutes... A student, uh, the teacher redirected a child, a student using on uh, a nonverbal gesture or using something else, right? So you want to be as specific as possible because that's something you're going to do as an as an administrator when you get into the classroom. You're going to make observations and just you're looking for what the teacher is doing, right? How does it align to the opposite? I mean, Danielson rubric. And if you didn't see something that you should have seen that was in the rubric, then guess what? That would be the next step and the area that the teacher should work on, okay? So you're gonna talk about, you're gonna take a course on school finance, budgeting, you're gonna create your own budget, the professor's gonna give you an, a, an amount of money that you're gonna have for your district, and you're gonna have to create a budget, you're gonna have to hire teachers, you're gonna have to hire staff, you're gonna have to think about lunch, you're gonna think about technology. It's a fun project, it is overwhelming, especially if you're not going with numbers, but it's a group project. And you might not necessarily deal with the budget as an assistant principal, maybe you will. Some schools, you do have um, APs that handle that stuff or you might not ever handle it, but it's a great exposure, great exposure. You're gonna have a class about education, education, law, ethics, and policies. Uh, so you're gonna go back and talking about different cases and 
in education, cases that helped um, move forward rules and regulations that we have in place right now. Okay. So that is a workload. There's six courses. It's very intense. A site offers like this thing is like a year, a year and a half where you are you are to complete the whole program. If obviously if you pass the classes, it should take no more than a year and a half. I'm thinking I'm extending that a little bit. It's a year and a half. It's every Saturday. It's long, long. You're taking one course at a time. So it's like one course five 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 weeks, I believe, or something like that. Um, do not quote me, please. <laughs> the pandemic. It, you know, it seems like it was such a long time ago, but it really wasn't. Um, but you can look at the website if you're interested in this program. It's a site education, strose.com. Site would be C-I-T-E education. Then you have your internship, 600 hours of inter- um, internship hours you need to do. Um, I think it's 400 in building and then 200 districts. Again, do not quote me as something like that. And what does that look like, right? What does that look like? And, you know, this this is an inver- a very, very, very important part of your program. It gives you that hands-on experience in the world of leadership. And it is hard to do as a classroom teacher. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's not impossible, but it is difficult. Not impossible, but it is difficult. It can get done. But you're going to be working earlier hours and later days, right? Later hours, something like that, right? You're going to be working early mornings and late evenings, sorry. And it's kind of similar to like when you're an AP, so you're just getting ready. Because you cannot collect internship hours when you are working as a teacher in the classroom. If you are scheduled to be a teacher from 8 to 3, between 8 and 3, you cannot collect internship hours unless it's your prep it's unless it's your lunch if you're choosing to work through those then by all means do you so you're gonna have to be very creative with how you are collecting your internship hours and the role you are playing so if you can get an out-of-classroom position if that's possible for you i would suggest you doing that while you are taking this program or when you're ready for your internship because you're going to need those hours within a certain amount of time in order to complete your certification So what kind of responsibilities can you take on, right? What kind of roles can you take on? So you are basically, you can basically be an assistant to the, to the, to the assistant principal of the school or to the principal. Some examples here that they post in the college of St. Rose is you can create a tutoring or after school program. You have to create it, right? You are starting this from scratch. You're creating a parent or teacher workshop or program. You are assisting with school-wide administration or other administration learning activities. So again, you are in a teacher position, but you are taking on leadership responsibilities. So some examples of some things that I did while I was completing my internship was I conducted, created, and conducted parent workshops. I created and conducted teacher PDs. I put together um, 
material for teachers to use during the pandemic. I created PDs based on the data that showed in our school at the time that I was with school that I was working at the time, you know, they struggled in a certain area of using assessments and questioning and observations. I think it was, I should know this, right? 3D. I believe it was 3D on the Danielson rubric. And I created a PD with resources and suggestions and tips. Yes, 3D, using assessment in instruction. So a majority of the teachers in my school struggles with that. So I put together um, a PowerPoint presentation for the teachers. I attended town halls. You can get hours by attending town halls, by attending um, district meetings. I put together a virtual after school, not a virtual uh, kind of like a social hour for our students and for our families that included art classes for the, for the students, dance classes. We had a movie room. We also had a cooking room. So I, these are things you can do as a teacher, but shows leadership qualities you can mentor a teacher if you're assisting a teacher you're providing guidance to a teacher if you're helping with lesson planning with creating differentiated instruction if you are providing support in any capacity you are mentoring that teacher documented and you can use that for hours you have to be very creative as a teacher but that is a, that's that's one of the requirements for the program exams so there's two parts of s B L the school building leadership certification. There's one where they give you scenarios and you have to respond as a leader. There's, you know, some questions about a situation that's happening at school or the situation that's happening within the community and the parents are involved and they come to you and asking you a question, right? They're asking you how you're going to deal with it. There's a situation with, with a curriculum or you a new assistant principal at a school and you have to carry out certain things that the principals ask you and you're getting pushback from teachers. How would you handle that as a school leader? And you're expected to respond thoroughly to those questions. So that's why I said it's very important to shift your to shift your thinking and your mindset to being a leader early on because it's going to help you prepare for the exams. This, the other part of the test is evaluations, observations. So practice that. Go on YouTube, look up lesson plans, look up a video of recordings of teachers teaching, and start practicing. How would you observe them? How would you rate them? How what would be a area of strength and area of weakness and and uh, moving forward strategy that you would provide to that teacher the best thing to do is network and connect with your with your your cohort when you're taking your course you know when I was in sight we had so much reading so what we did was we joined forces and we distributed the reading so week one three people would read the three the, the, the six or t six to ten chapters and they would upload the reading so the reading notes to a drive that we created and it would be due on Thursday so that everybody can read it for Saturday's class for the discussions and they can they can write their reflection papers so we just we created this and we all took turns reading we all took turns you know buying a book if the book was 20 you know 60 something bucks I would buy it for example and everybody would just chip in and give me two dollars each and we would share it so you have to connect and, and network with people in your cohort because these can become lifelong friends they can become 
potentially a future spouse <laughs> and you can they can actually help open doors later on in the future so i hope i hope this was helpful um again this was a suggested topic by one of my loyal listeners <laughs> and it's the path towards the school building leadership certification and i, and I hope i hope I hope that this was helpful and informative. And if you have any other questions, you can reach out to me at GenevaRodriguez30 at gmail.com. You all know if you are my listeners that I am so open to helping other people. It just brings me so much joy. (laughs) Check us out on our website, coffeestains.org, coffeestains.org. We have an Instagram, coffeestained underscore edu, coffeestained underscore edu. Like I said earlier, you can listen to us on Spotify. Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, the RSS feed, as well as right on the website where I'm also posting resources based on each episode. So thank you. Thank you again. And one takeaway, not not one takeaway, I'm sorry. I am going to challenge you this episode to shift your mindset and start thinking like a leader. Think like a leader, act like a leader, move like a leader. Become that leader that you want to be and start early. Do not wait. It's a wrap.